Welcome to the Codynamics podcast. The first time I gave a presentation on governance models where more people make important decisions, I asked the audience how many words they knew to describe the organizations where they were implemented. They came up with five. At the time, I had identified 25. And every time I came across a new word or phrase that seemed to fit in that list, I would write it down and then research it. As I'm recording this podcast, the scope of governance models that have been created to give more power to the teams includes more than 40 different models. All of them were created by experimenting in real-life organizations. Those are the stories I want to tell. Today, we'll see in which countries and industries they can be current and also what they have in common. So what do more than 40 different governance models have in common? And how will they benefit your leadership, even if your organization looks more like a pyramid than like a circle? First of all, the models are summaries of experiments rather than implementation of a theory. Many of them started with a leader either taking a new role, they wanted to think about the way decisions were made before continuing what had been done in the past, Others realized that old habits were not serving the company anymore, sometimes after a big shock. One of the models was started by an entrepreneur who created a company because he wanted to find better ways of working and wanted to have a lab to figure them out. So if books were written, and I'll share the references with you in the upcoming show notes, they were written after the experiment, not before. The companies or people I'm referring to are Fabian France, Saul in Finland, Brian Robertson with Holacracy. They started with the same questions that you ask yourself and you ask your teams every single day. Another interesting point is that the real-life examples span the entire globe and a vast number of industries. The examples I've been following over the years and sharing may be found in France, Finland, the Netherlands, in the US, Brazil, or India, and I could mention many other countries. They come from airlines, hospitals, pharmaceutical companies, communications agencies, insurance companies, factories, multinational food or optics companies, and the list goes on. They even come from a submarine. As much as it can be understood that a company investigates their own industry or country before making changes, you realize that the place and craft of your own organization are merely a piece of information when it comes to governance. It's the framework and the adjustment that really matter. So what do all these models and real-life experiences have in common? For me, it all comes down to three key elements. First of all, a holistic view. It's just a view of the world, a view of the future we want to build, and then of the role we can play in that vision. It's also a vision of the humankind and of what humans are capable to achieve, both in terms of actions and business and in terms of personality and responsibility. It is very connected to the notion of purpose, the reason why we do what we do, the way we do it, individually and collectively. The second key element is precisely a collective effort. 
every person counts. And everyone likes to feel like they're part of something bigger. An orientation will go deeper and further with co-construction. The deployment of an initiative becomes the natural end to a decision if the decision was shared. Also, it shows that there are many different ways to start based on the people who are in the company, based on the culture, based on the ecosystem. The third key element that all those models have in common, as shown by the companies that implement them, is authenticity. It is the notion that I am at work, who I am at home. It looks like it is almost inevitable during a world crisis where boundaries were taken down, especially between professional and personal life. Authenticity is also the ground for feedback practices, which means it's okay to try, okay to fail, okay to say, I don't know. In 2022, when I speak about governance, decision-making, responsibility, and autonomy, audiences know many more words to describe places and models where more people make important decisions. More people have actually experienced some of the tools, some of the methods, some of the first steps towards more autonomy in organizations. Now, before we finish, a question for you. Is there a place, a team in your organization, a practice that makes you think that some of the models that we're talking about have already found a place in your own organization? Thanks for listening. <laughs>